Thank you for tuning into the Monarch Touch podcast. This is the place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra and I will be your host. I am really grateful to my mom who brought me and my sisters to the public community pool every summer. This is where we learned how to swim. I wanted to open my eyes underwater like so many of the other kids that were doing it, but I hated the feeling of water in my eyes. So every time we had races, because my eyes were closed, it never failed. I always wound up in someone else's lane. I remember powering through, feeling really strong and proud of myself, thinking I may have a chance to win this time. But when I lifted up my head out of the water, I came to realize that I was way off course, going in a totally different direction, one that would never win any race. Not on my own anyways. For some reason, that memory came back to me as I was out kayaking in the intercoastal. I like to keep my tiny little kayak closer to the edges so I don't get in the way of the larger boats going by. Also, sometimes they go by really fast and create these big waves and I don't want to get knocked over. But it was low tide and the edges were too shallow so I had to go further out more towards the middle. And all the while I was feeling like I was out of my lane and into someone else's. Oftentimes, we do this in our relationships too. We lose sight of our own lane and start swimming into someone else's. We do this when we don't mind our own business or when we think it's our job to tell others what they are supposed to be doing and when and how they should be going about it. The concept is easy to understand and yet so many of us have a difficult time staying in our own lane. This week, my husband was working on prepping a client's cabinets, getting them ready to be painted. I was poking my nose into his business, trying to persuade him to do things my way. Now, Proverbs teaches that if we give instructions to a wise man, he will be still wiser. And if we teach a righteous man, then he will increase in learning. But what if that person never asks you for your advice? The thing is, I may have had good ideas to help him but when people are not asking for advice and we think we need to give it anyways that's called unsolicited advice and most people are not appreciative or receptive because they never asked for it but I did it to him all week long without me even blinking an eyelash finally by the end of the week he snapped at me And at first I was offended. I mean, I was only trying to help him. He was standing barefoot, so I told him that he should put shoes on. He was leaning over, and I told him he should get a chair or lift his work up. He reminded me that he needed the leverage to sandpaper the wood. Then I watched him day after day, using only one hand, and I told him he should be learning to use both hands so he doesn't wear the one out. Then to add salt to the wound I was causing. I justified my action by using my own personal experiences as if I knew best, while the whole time listening to me and never to him. And because I was doing so much talking instead of listening, rather than me coming off as helpful and caring, he felt I was pressuring and nagging him. Truth is that we can only attend one body at one time. That's why we are only given one. Every time we try to tell someone what they should do, what they should say, how they should feel, 
then we are taking their life from them and trying to live it ourselves. And if we are so busy living other people's lives, then nobody is left to tend to our own. To stay in our own lane means that we stop taking other people's choices from them and allow people to have space and freedom to think and feel for themselves. This obviously is not easy for me since I have spent the majority of my life losing track of my own lane. One reason we lose track is we live with our eyes closed. What does this mean? When we react to defend ourselves, but not considering other people's feelings, we make choices blindly. If I am in a place where I am critiquing the choices of others because of how it makes me feel, rather than considering how they are feeling, I am making choices with my eyes closed, hoping to hit the mark. But like my youthful experiences in the pool, that never works. When we live with our eyes closed, we miss other people's feelings and wind up either offending or hurting them. Even if we are doing it, unintentionally it still hurts. So how do we keep our eyes open so that we don't hurt others by taking their choices from them? Paul wisely teaches the Galatians, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. When we try to control the choices of another human, we are being selfish with our own desires and interests. I have a friend that shared the story with me. For years, her friend would complain about her husband to her. This, of course, was very upsetting, and she continually tried to give her friend, who was emotionally torn to pieces, great advice. But the advice, no matter how helpful it would have been, was never taken, and the complaining only continued. What was going on was that my friend was worn out by trying to live her friend's life for her. But like I said, we can only live one life in one body. So after years of this, she finally wised up. Instead of owning her friend's problems, she learned to ask her if she wanted advice or if she just needed a friend that would listen. This simple question shows us what loving your neighbor looks like rather than us loving ourselves. By allowing her friend to own her own choices showed a great deal of respect and trust that her friend does, after all, know how to take care of herself. She was not helpless after all, and by making that simple choice, my friend was free to fully live her own best life. When I was giving my husband advice that he wasn't even asking for, I was essentially telling him that I don't think he even knows what he is doing or how to take care of himself. I cannot expect him to act like a grown man while at the same time treating him like a child. Instead of a loving couple, we began to bite and devour one another. Rather than lifting up my husband and empowering him, I was destroying our relationship. Sometimes it is wiser, like my friend, to simply ask people how they feel before we begin assuming the worst or be condescending with our words as if we have all the answers. Paul also reminds us in Galatians, if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. We are called to bear one another's burdens as a mean of support in others. But each of us, at the end of our lives, are held accountable for our own choices and how we lived our life. 
not the choices we forced or manipulated other people to make. Each person will come face to face with God and answer for him or herself. This gives us great freedom to love people where they are in their own personal journey. Looking back at my actions this week, what if I had asked my husband in a loving way if he needed any help, allowing him to see what he needs or to think for himself? Speaking for myself only, one of my greatest problems is how I word things. Rather than telling a grown man to wear sneakers or that he's going to hurt his feet, could I have worded that in a loving way? Jesus reminds us that out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. Was what was coming out of my mouth really more of my frustrations with his choices rather than me loving him? I think we learn a lot about ourselves if we allow scripture to speak into our hearts. Trusting God that he has control of the situation gives us the confidence and freedom to let go of our own control and give it back to the places where it belongs. Staying in our lane is how we are able to live our best lives because when we do, we can be fully present right where we belong. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are in the Central Florida location and looking for a massage, you can visit my website at monarchtouch.com. Thank you for tuning in today. And if you like this show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page, Monarch Touch, and leave your comments there. I appreciate you, and until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.